Welcome to the Dave and Lisa podcast. I'm Lisa Christie, and I have Jarrett Ray Reddick here in studio with me. How you doing, Jarrett? I'm doing fantastic. Thanks for having me. Absolutely, absolutely. Now, I have to start this out with, of course, everybody knows Bowling for Soup. Yes. Well, pretty much everybody. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I was actually really shocked because I never knew that Bowling for Soup, you guys actually formed in Wichita Falls. That's right. Yeah, born and, ra- born and raised in Texas. I was born in Grapevine, grew up in Wichita Falls, and then mm-hmm. when we started the band... Um, Getting closer to Dallas and Denton just was uh, was a quick home, so uh, we're still there in the Denton area. Awesome! And you guys are also still touring? Yep, still touring, still doing great. New album just came out, and um, you know it's uh, <laughs> you know quarantine was a creative <laughs> creative time for me. I mean, I didn't really have anything else to do, so I wrote a new Bowling for Soup record, and we're touring on that this summer, and then. Uh, of course, you know, uh, also release a new country record. Now, the bowling, the the new Bowling for Soup yep. uh, album, is that the one that the Brad Pitt song's on? That is, yes. Okay. I want to be Brad Pitt. Yes, that that's a, so funny. Oh, so funny. thank you. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, um, yeah, we, we've had a lot of fun with that one. We did a video for it and had a Brad Pitt lookalike in it and uh, really have just, it's it's been, uh, that's been a fun song to work. I'm sure. Now, I'm, I'm sure, too, a lot of people are going, okay, Bowling for Soup. How did yeah. we go from that to country music? Right. Yeah. So well, was that a just something that came out of quarantine? Seamless uh, transition. It's been in works for a while. Um, and quarantine, yeah, it basically afforded me the time to finally do it. Um, you know, I grew up listening to what my parents listened to, which was Waylon, Willie, C- Kenny Rogers, Dolly mm-hmm. Parton. Learned to sing and harmonize by listening to the Eagles. and uh, But when I found music, it was heavy metal. And then I uh, found punk rock in the 90s and Bowling for Soup or whatever. But um, country's always been in the back of my mind and uh, something that I've always listened to. And I even have a Will- Waylon and Willie tattoo. Awesome. And, um, but yeah, it's something that I've, I've wanted to do a country record for a long time. But just, you know, I've just been busy doing other mm-hmm. things. And uh, so finally, here we go. Yeah, speaking of other things, you do. Mm-hmm. You really do stay super busy. Yeah. I know that you do a lot of voice acting. So I do. Is yeah. this something that you can do from home? Yeah. Now, um, you know, back when I first started, it was a little bit uh, kind of both. Sometimes I had to be in L.A. to do Phineas and Ferb, and then sometimes um, I'd have to be in studio. I'm also the voice of Chuck E. Cheese. And so I do I do pretty much all of it from home now. Okay. Yeah, which is nice. Now, Chuck E. Cheese, is this the new age version of yeah. Chuck E. Cheese? Yeah, since he's been little and cute <laughs> and not tall and scary, okay. that's me. So okay. he's uh, now he's bouncy and fun, you know, mm-hmm. and less intimidating, I think. Now, I'm still stuck on the old animatronic style yeah, right. Chuck yeah, E. Cheese, yeah. so I'm yeah. still going to get used to even the cute version. Yeah, it's, it's pretty. People send me pictures of Chuck E. all the time from the 70s, and he's just like terrifying looking and he's smoking a cigar (laughs) it's just so like kids like that you know but I guess they didn't really have much else but no he's uh he's a cute little mouse now and uh he's uh he's a lot of fun to do yeah and of course you brought up Phineas and Ferb yeah a lot with that show yeah a lot with that show um I got in to rewrite the theme song and to perform the theme song for the show and uh, they wanted they had their theme, but they wanted it to be like a, the, the length of a single. And so I wrote verse, verses and a bridge to it um, and just made it into like a song that they could they, they could play on the radio, that they could they could do trailers with and things like that. It ended up being in the show on the episode that Bowling for Soup is in. But I also got cast as Danny, the lead singer of Love Handle on the show and uh, got to write a bunch of songs and perform a bunch of songs. And, uh, you know, that was that was a lot of fun. So I know you have, is it three kids? 
I have three kids, yeah. Three kids. Yep. So do they think it's cooler that dad's a rock star or <laughs> that dad's voicing some cartoons? It sort of ebbs and flows. Um, it's, uh, you know, my youngest really loved the Chuck E. Cheese thing. He's nine and is really just starting to figure out the whole like, okay, you play in front of like a bunch of people. Mm-hmm. My two older kids are 16 and 19 and they sort of just grew up with it and it was not really ever a big deal and... One day recently, my daughter called me and she said, hey, they were just here at work looking at your Spotify numbers. And she's like, do you know how many people listen to you a month on Spotify? And I was like, I don't know, like four million. And she goes, yeah, dad, that's a lot. And I go, I've been trying to tell you this your whole life, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, but until the friends talk about it, it's right, cool, exactly. Right? <laughs> yeah, and her her manager at the golf course she works at is a really big Bowling for Soup fan, ah. and so uh, I've I've cracked the code now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I you know being from Wichita Falls, mm-hmm. I know it's a little easier for you to break into the Texas country scene. Yeah, yeah. with the with the country music. Is there anyone in the Texas country scene that you would like to maybe go perform with? Yeah. Or oh, okay, who's that? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I uh, first of all, uh, Cody Canada's on my new album, oh, and okay. I've known him for many, many years, uh, Bowling for Soup uh, and Cross Canyon Ragweed did a lot of college shows together back in the mm-hmm. day. And so we'd run into each other on the road. Um, I love Bart Crow. He's a good friend of mine. Oh, yeah, I love um, Bart. I love, you know, uh, gosh, I mean, there's so many. I, I, uh, I'd I love to play with Randy. Uh, Ray, Randy and I did a celebrity baseball game together one time, mm-hmm. and he's just so funny. Um, and, you know, and uh, I, I'm in touch with Aaron Watson as well, who okay. you obviously know. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, uh, and and a fan of his as well. So, yeah, there are just so many. And I, I just I just love the music here. I, I just and I always have, you mm-hmm. know, and uh, I love the Eli Young band. I know they're more Nashville now, but uh, still, they're Denton boys. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. You, I'm sorry. You can't you can't take the Texas out of the boy. You're you still can't. A yeah. And especially Denton. I mean, we hold it really. You know, it's like. Denton bands have always stuck together, and uh, and so I I will always be a fan of them just simply because of their uh, their geographical history. Yeah, yeah, you good group of people there. I mean, mm-hmm. I love Bart too. Great yeah. guy. Oh my goodness, one of the sweetest human beings I've yeah. ever met, mm-hmm. and um, just an amazing dad. I have a I have a podcast called The Rockstar Dad Show, and he was a guest on there. And just listening to his stories about how he takes his kids to a different skate park in every city oh, yeah. that they go to. Mm-hmm. It's just one of the coolest things I've ever heard. Mm-hmm. It's just really, really, just a great, great guy. Yeah. Well, you bring up the kids. Uh, my yep. husband and I were expecting our first. Congratulations. Thank you. As soon yeah. as he found out, he sent a book straight to my husband about being a first time dad and everything. It's just the sweetest thing. See, isn't that cool? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, yeah, he's just a really, really good. He, you know, he just, he, they took off six months in a trailer and went around yeah. and just toured the, the nation. And every time Bowling for Soup would come on the radio, he would send me a photo of Aww. it, which I thought was really nice. That you know that he doesn't have to take the time to do that, but it I mean, was very yeah, nice. sweet guy, sweet yeah, like for sure, good group there. So it'd be good to see. Now, are you going to be doing some shows, some solo shows? Yeah, that's the plan. So I do have a band, um, but right now Bowling for Soup is I'm I'm pretty much just doing promo for my country thing over mm-hmm. the summer when Bowling for Soup isn't playing because we will be touring the whole country um, this summer for the new record, and then we're done in September, so October, November, and then into the new year, I'll be just focused on this. Okay. And uh, so, you know, later this year and um, and into 2023, uh, and it feels so good to have plans, you know, <laughs> like, because the last two years have been so hard, like just, I, mm-hmm. when are you guys coming here? I have no uh. idea. Yeah, when are you going to go eat at a restaurant? Uh. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, nobody knows anything. And so... Uh, 
I'm just so excited about it and, you know, just doing these things and just meeting people that are in this world. And I've been really lucky because Matt Hillier and uh, some, some people like that that I that I grew up with in music um, have, have invited me to do a lot of things within this world, song swaps and things like that. Mm-hmm. And even though I, I wasn't doing Texas Country yet, I would still play my songs and, you know, tell my stories and stuff. And so it's, it's just uh, it's just a really, really good community. And I'm, I'm glad that it's being so accepting of me. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. And like I said, being from Texas doesn't hurt. <laughs> doesn't hurt, you know, at all, yeah. And uh, wearing it on you, I got a, I got, I got Texas tattooed all over me too, so nice. that doesn't hurt. But, and you know, that's the thing is, Bowling for Soup has always flown the Texas flag, you know. I mean, even mm-hmm. even our backdrop for many years was a huge Texas flag. And uh, so it's such a big part of who I am and the, and all of the music that I, that I make and love. That's cool. Now, um, someone told me, that you are a big karaoke and piano bar fan. True? I, that's actually true. I don't know who told you that, but okay. that's that's accurate. My favorite thing in the world is piano bars. I I love them. Absolutely love it. And like I real I get the cheesiness of it. Like I totally understand why you know like <laughs> I people could could think that it was silly. I absolutely just love it. To me, it's so like even being a musician, the fact that those those guys and girls can just go from song to song and mm-hmm. not really even know things, but they just sort of pick it out and there it is, you know. But and then karaoke. My wife and I are both pretty good, <laughs> and uh, so we do like to go to a karaoke bar in a mm-hmm. in a just a non-assuming town and just go in there and kind of blow the doors what's, down what's your go-to song my go-to so i always go with something pretty crazy like uh like the darkness i believe in a thing called love or yeah um or i'll do um you know i mean uh i'll do skid row like do because i can do like heavy metal stuff and so mm-hmm. uh yeah so definitely i try to shy away from the songs that everybody else does you know and oh, i yeah. l- lately i've been doing tribute by uh tenacious d oh fun and uh and that one goes over pretty well all right what's your wife's go-to now my wife actually there's a song about her on the new album called june carter cash she sounds exactly like June Carter Cash when she sings. Oh, wow. So normally what she does is she gets somebody that can sing country real well, real well that's there to do Jackson with her. Okay. Um, and she'll go up there and do Jackson. Then <laughs> she uh, surprises everyone in the bar by going and doing Gin and Juice by Snoop Dogg. Yes. And people lose their ever-loving minds. <laughs> I could get along with your wife. <laughs> yeah, yes. you would. She is um, <laughs> She is something else. And uh, it is pretty funny to see that juxtaposition of her, and, you know, of just like, oh my God, she sounds just like June Carter Cash. That's the sweetest thing I've ever heard. And then, and then Or she'll get up there and sing... Uh, She'll do, I hear the train a-coming, but she'll, but she'll do it in June's voice. Mm-hmm. And then she's up there just rapping, and it's yeah. so crazy. Yeah, it's funny to see the two sides. It is. It is good. <laughs> I yes. love it. Thank you. Yeah. Now, um, uh, we are talking to, talking to Jarrett Ray Reddick here, and uh, Jarrett, I know that you are a big advocate for mental health. I am, yes. Yeah, a big advocate of mental health. So I... Um, you know, I started experiencing anxiety about uh, 12 years ago for the first time ever. I was at a point in my life where a lot of things were changing. I was going through a divorce and a custody battle, uh, moving into a new city, um, was kind of trying to decide whether or not I was going to continue doing music at all. A lot of changes in my life. And um, so it took me a few years to get diagnosed with depression uh, and find medication that worked for me, a lot of therapy. And... Um, so, you know, for a while, I just kept it to myself. I, I really didn't want people to 
go, oh, you're, oh, you're the funny guy. Well, oh, it's so sad. You got a bunch of hit songs, and you, you know, get, oh, wah, you know. And that's the part. That's the problem. Is we all keep that in. There's a, there's that stigma of us being sort of shy or embarrassed to say anything or whatever it is. And once I realized that, then I decided I had to just basically scream it from the mountaintops mm-hmm. because every single time I talk about it or I post about it on social media or whatever, the reaction that I get is, man, I'm calling my doctor right now mm-hmm. or thank you so much. Like I, I, I didn't have the courage to, to, uh, to go to therapy or I didn't have the courage to ask my doctor about these feelings that I'm having. And you know what? I, I, I can't say that that's something that I set out to do or be, but I have to do it because it's you know I, I was put on this earth to entertain people for sure but if this is another thing that I was supposed to be here for then that's just what it is so yeah I serve on the board of directors for a, a organization called Punk Rock Saves Lives which is uh, very big into mental health but we also do a lot with bone marrow transplants so okay. they go to concerts and they swab cheeks and get you in the system because only one in 500 will match with bone marrow or whatever mm-hmm. so if you, you are a match and we can match you up, then we pay all, all your costs to go and do your donating and, and all of that. So, uh, and then Foundation 45 also, very near and dear to me, uh, helping musicians um, and women who have been abused and also a lot of mental health there in the Dallas area. I mean, that's really great to hear, you know, yeah. using using your platform for, you have to. for something good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, you know, it's, again, it's one of those things where I, I, um, I don't guess I feel like more of a responsibility. It makes me feel good, mm-hmm. you know, to, to, uh, so it's almost my therapy, you yeah. know, too. I still go to therapy, by the way, and I take medication for depression and for anxiety. So if you're listening to this right now, you're not alone. And it is, thank you for asking, by the way, it's Mental Health Awareness Month. Yes. And uh, so this is important. And mm-hmm. uh, I appreciate you giving me those minutes to, uh, to talk about it. Absolutely. I mean, it is important. And, you know, it's, it's nice to see people talk about it more and more and more yeah. nowadays instead of you know probably when you and I were both growing up right. you just you didn't talk about it didn't talk about it and you know men um unfortunately we were raised by dads that were like hey tough it out you know mm-hmm. rub some dirt on it kind of thing um and uh you know so you're right we compartmentalize we're like you know I'm just gonna power through and that's okay too you know if you want to you know but there there were times for me where really the only two things I could accomplish in a day were feeding my dogs and getting my kids to school, mm-hmm. you know? And so it's at that point where I'm like, this isn't me. I need some help. Mm-hmm. Well, again, I appreciate you. You haven't taken some time to talk about that of here course. on the show because Absolutely, again, yeah. it, it does deserve a little bit of time to chat about. It does, you know? And if you're, you know, I did do want to say too, if you don't experience depression or anxiety, at least be open, be a good friend. Mm-hmm. Listen, because the best thing that someone who's experiencing some things with their own mental health can do is communicate and talk. That's the first thing they can do. And that in itself is such a huge weight off their shoulders. The minute they can just go like, hey, I'm, something's wrong. Mm-hmm. And they can talk to somebody about it. So, you know, be a good listener. Yeah, that's good advice. I Thank like you. That. Yeah. Well, again, we are talking to Jarrett Ray Reddick, and we're talking about the brand new single, one of the good ones, off of your brand new album, Just Woke Up. That's right. And it just came out, what, March? Yeah, it just came out in okay. March. So, yeah, quarantine was really busy for me. <laughs> My wife said she saw me less uh, than she did whenever I'm on tour because right. I was just locked in the studio. But, mm-hmm. yeah, Just Woke Up came out. Um, like I said, I've got 
some amazing collaborations on there. Uncle Cracker is on uh, the first song, and then, like I said, Cody Canada's on there. Uh, Frank Turner, who is a pop punk guy, or not a pop punk, a punk rock kind of country guy from uh, from the UK, is mm-hmm. on there, and so. Uh, you know, uh, and it was speaking of therapy, it's very a therapeutic album for me to do because I, you know I got to put put out in song some of you know a lot about my life that really doesn't fit into the world of, of Bowling for Soup. Mm-hmm. And well, like you mentioned, this is something you've been wanting to do for a while. A long time. Just didn't have the time to do it. That's right. So yeah. I'm glad you know uh, my co-host and I like to talk about how when it comes to quarantine and entertainers, you yeah. you either had. It was just two sides of the spectrum. Either people were just watching Netflix and enjoying yes, that, right. or they were really putting their heart and soul <laughs> into new projects. How can I keep working? How can I still mm-hmm. keep being creative during yeah. this time where we can't do anything? 100%. Yeah, I I, um, I had a trouble with it for the first two or three months, and I couldn't figure out, okay, what am I going to do? So I just started doing online concerts. So I was doing yeah. shows. You know, A lot of people went to Facebook. A lot of people went to Instagram. I did those too, but I got on a f- platform called Stage It, where I could sell tickets and stuff. And then I did lots and lots of charity things, not just for the organizations that I already work with, but for, for you know, and I would invite other guests to come in and we would do stuff for their charity um, and just kept myself busy, busy, busy. Mm-hmm. And then that got my creative stuff going. And then all of a sudden I was just riding, riding, riding. So again, I finished that Bowling for Soup record and it was like, okay, now what? And uh, Zach Malloy, who uh, is a writer in Nashville, um, he has a number one with Carrie Underwood called Temporary Home. And uh, he's been my buddy for many, many years. And he was uh, like, dude, let's just write this thing and I'll produce it. And I'm like, okay, let's go. <laughs> and literally it just came out. It was, just, I mean, the next thing I know, we wrote it all over text message. The whole album pretty much oh, written wow. over text uh-huh. message. And um, players came in, played the album in one day. I sang it in two and a half days and now it's out. Wow. Yeah, I like that. I like, you're gonna have to go take screenshots of all your old text messages. I really <laughs> should actually. Yeah, that. this is the making of it. Yeah, you're mm-hmm. right. And I have all. I do have all of the memos of like me going, no, 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 you know, or him singing something, or me singing something, or him, you know, and him coming back and going, I like that idea, but this. And so mm-hmm. I, I did save all of that. Cool. Yeah, that's part of my my hoarding tendencies. They're showing right oh, now. Oh my goodness, <laughs> I'm so bad. I am so bad. Uh, <laughs> I uh, so I'm a podcaster too, as I said. I've got a few podcasts, and I want to start another one called "What the Hell Is Wrong with Us." And the first episode, um, my co-host is Thomas Ian Nicholas from the movie American Pie and oh, Rook- yeah, Rookie yeah. of the Year. Mm-hmm. And and our first episode, the reason why we got the idea is because we're both major hoarders, and, oh. <laughs> and he was moving house, and so he was just like, "Man, what?" And I'm like, "Yeah, you're like, what the hell is wrong with me? Why did I keep this?" You know, mm-hmm. and it's so true. But yes, as far as the hoarding tendencies I, I have that bug as well okay good good I, I'm yeah. not alone here I, it's for me it's like sentimental stuff I'm like oh I can't get rid of this thing you remember that one my husband's just trash trash <laughs> trash yeah. trash I'm going behind no this is a program I we know. can't get rid of this exactly from a play we saw you know four years ago yes. I've got like drumsticks from high school marching band you know <laughs> that are just taped a certain way and I'm like no because I remember putting that tape on there I can't get rid of that yes yes okay so um don't tell my husband there's a lot of stuff in the attic right now <laughs> Everything he throws out, I just keep going and throw right. It right back up there. <laughs> I do a thing on that stuff where I go, I just tell my wife, look, if I haven't brought it up 
or mentioned it in a year or two mm-hmm. or whatever, and you happen to be finding yourself cleaning out an area or whatever, just get rid of it and I'll never know. I, I've done the same thing. <laughs> yeah. Seriously, right. I have done the same thing. I'm like, if you like gave me a $100 bill and told me you sold it, <laughs> yeah. I would feel better about it and I would never even know. Right, exactly. And you'd be like, okay, well now at least I could replace it yeah. when I need that, which I never will, but when I do. Exactly. That's so funny. <laughs> so uh, one of the good ones, you're single yeah. here uh, off of your brand new album. So yeah. tell me a little bit about the single. So this song, um, so one of the good ones is something I say all the time. You're one of the good ones. This guy's one of the good ones. And I got that from my buddy. I got to give credit for everything I do, uh, if, if it's due. And uh, But Stacy Jones is my buddy who's the drummer for Miley Cyrus. And he was in American Hi-Fi and Letters to Cleo. Um, but currently her music director. And one day we were talking about someone while we were on tour and he was like, oh, that guy, he's one of the good ones. And so for 20 something years, I've just been saying that when I'm describing people or whatever. And quarantine, uh, besides creativity, brought on a lot of reflection um, and a lot of just taking stock of life and how we, how I spend my time, uh, who I surround myself with. You know, I... I started th- I started saying to this the other day. I was like, you know, it's so funny because there's people you haven't seen in two years. Mm-hmm. And like, so you we kind of have this 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 area right now in our lives where we can go, hey, that's a toxic person. I haven't spoken to him for two years. Like, I'm just not going to talk to him anymore, mm-hmm. you know. But I went with the positive side mm-hmm. of it and was just like, hey, these are people who are here for me all the time and people in my life that you just always have a good thing to say. Um, and one of them is my best friend Linus. Um, and then just, um, you know, other people in my life that bring positivity. So that's, that's what this song is about. I love it. Well, would you like to play it for us? I would love to. All right. Well, here's Jet Ray Reddick here on K-Star Country playing one of the good ones. People come and go. Memories fade. But not one with you will ever go away Stacking up the years And a few blessings, yes I count you right up there with the best Like a good song Plays on and on You're one of the good ones You should stray a thousand people you love Not one that you hate Make the world a better place Always a smile on your face Days full of darkness You're the sun You're one of the good ones We lose track of time Somehow we go Way too long without cracking us beer. We both been through heartache. We both made our mistakes. And I can't count the times you've saved me from myself. You're one of the good ones. You seem straight. I know a thousand people you love, but not one that you hate. Call 
story before so let me go on and on you're one of the good ones you're one of the good ones you should stray one of the good ones that's awesome thank, thank you. you oh thank you thanks for letting me play that awesome. absolutely so go ahead and throw out all the socials for everybody so they can follow along and so whenever you do have those tour dates that that's are right. just solo they can find them yeah you can find me uh, J-A-R-E-T Ray R-E-D-D-I-C-K Jarrett Ray Reddick uh, will take you right to the country stuff if you want to see all the other stuff that I do the voice stuff we talked about the podcasts and all of that just go to JarrettReddick.com and uh, that will show you Everything I do, but uh, Jarrett Ray Reddick, right now, you can go there, stream the new album. Um, I got merch on there, and uh, tour dates coming soon. Awesome. Go check them all out. Again, thank you so much. No, thanks for having me.